0: You have to think about things from the other person's perspective. Even if it's just a matter of this isn't reality, this is her reality. You know, this is what's happening for her. Not for me. This is what's happening for her.
1: Right. I uh I agree with that completely. And I know that what has helped me is my full trust in my mother's love.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm.
1: I know when that lady was healthy That she loved me And never tried to hurt me Right like we Mm -hmm. had our things And I didn't agree with this that and the other But pound for pound Zeddy wasn't ever out to get JG She wasn't trying to kill me Or trying to ruin my life So when I see or feel or sense Anything that's antagonistic I do have to step out the room Or take a deep breath Or turn around for a second
0: Mm -hmm. Yes
1: And say Now you know, that ain't really her. That's not your mama. Parenting Up, Caregiving Adventures with Comedian Jay Smiles is the intense journey of unexpectedly being fully responsible for the well-being of my mama. For almost a decade, I've been chipping away at the unknown, advocating for her, and pushing Alzheimer's awareness on anyone and anything with a heartbeat. Spoiler alert. Caregiver newbies, OGs, village members trying to just prop up a caregiver, you are in the right place. Hi, this is Zetty. I hope you enjoy my daughter's podcast. Is that okay? Today's episode, Dr. Sandy, the neurosurgeon and caregiver, part two. When she is distressed and unreasonable... I have to say, Jay, it might look like Zetty, but that's not a healthy version of your mama. That ain't really her. You know, it's kind of like leaning to the body of work, which is the same thing that they say, like, okay, like from the the show Scandal, which Mm -hmm. I love with Olivia Pope or anything else like that, where the idea is around crisis management, right? And they tell you, look at the body of work, whether it's an athlete or a celebrity. Yes, okay, they had one bad event. They got into a fight at a party. Maybe they had a DUI. But, oh, my goodness. For 40 years, they've been upstanding citizens. Are we going to throw them out and hate them off this one event? So I'm looking back at Zay, my mom, and I'm like, well, for all these years, this lady held my back yes, and yes. beat people off me and gave me
0: everything she had. And just because she just kicked and scratched you. I'm that supposed <laughs> to. but <laughs> I'm just. She you know, pinched, my mom. pinched hard. <laughs> it, it, it hurt. It, it bruised. It, oh, that was a walk out the room situation. No, ma'am. But I totally get what you're saying because I'm sorry, you say, wait, this, <laughs> you said you pinched you hard she, bruised you. It bruised. I never bruised. I never knew I bruised. You know, I never knew I bruised. Well, you weren't pinched right. I wasn't pinched right in the right, right place. So, right. so yeah, so, but it doesn't last long and that, I'm with you on that one. The number of people call or text to say, just checking in on mama. You know, all the people that I grew up with who I know she helped and, and they helped her. It, it means a lot. They know uh, what kind of person she was. No, her, her heart. heart or, right. Her heart. Exactly.
1: Others that ask me who who are newer to mm-hmm. being a caregiver. They say, well, Jay, how do you do it and what do you think? And one thing that I consistently say is remember the best of them. Mm-hmm. Now, first of all, everyone's relationship with their loved one wasn't all positive. Okay. now. All right. Now, I'm yeah. not trying to say yeah. it was all roses. All I'm saying is if you chose to become their caregiver, because it is a choice.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. You, that, yes.
1: Didn't nobody make you decide to be their caregiver. I mean, yes. you, you ain't have to. Just because they started losing their mind and wandering around, you ain't mm-hmm. have to go pick them up and move them in or move in with them. Right. You chose to accept the responsibility. Whatever made you choose to accept the responsibility, lean into that.
0: Lean on that. Exactly.
1: Lean into that exactly. and then recall the best part of them Mm -hmm. now the best part of them ain't happened, but 30% of the time just wear the hell out of that 30% of your memory yes yes (laughs) and try to recall that as
0: much as possible because you in it now yes now you in it and, and people see what kind of person you are true so
1: and they say that the blessings come back tenfold I'm I'm not trying to say, (laughs) not trying to say that you do stuff for what's gonna come later. But I'm just saying that supposedly it ain't gonna hurt you if you're doing right, doing right by somebody. If you do right by somebody, (laughs) especially somebody that can't help themselves, if they can't help themselves, and if they old sick people, yes, (laughs) if you help old sick people, come on now,
0: it's got to come back. I mean, it
1: just it can't hurt you. Yes, Yes. (laughs) it can't hurt you. All right, let me see something else I want to talk to you about. Now, this is a little more with your doctor hat on. Okay. All right. Now, I want you to take a second. We were real Sandy hat. Okay. We were Sandy.
0: We were mama. You know what I'm saying? Daughter's going to walk out the room. Doctor's coming back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Need to give her time. Okay. <laughs> now, just, i I told you now, I'm not a professional. I'm not a, I'm not an expert. I
1: am not I'm about to ask you an expert question.
0: Alzheimer's outside of. I'm not going to ask ex- you okay. an expert. Right. I'm ready. I wouldn't do that. I'm an expert in a way. First
1: of all. <laughs> I don't even know enough to ask an escarer question. Okay, I right. <laughs> just didn't just oh, We good then. Let's go. question. Okay, okay. no, 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 no. As a neurosurgeon, just in your neurosurgeon hat, what you got to understand is, okay, this is the joke that I have to tell people. Simply because I'm a lawyer, every non-lawyer wants to ask me any question about the law. Oh, yeah. About anything. Yeah. It could be a DUI. It could be constitutional law. It could mm-hmm. be bankruptcy. It could be real estate. Because they're like, hey, you went to law school. You should know. And it. I'm like oh, man, you have no idea how this thing works. Mm-hmm. So I know you are coming from that same vantage point. Yes. But I'm telling you, baby, for me...
0: You could tell me where to go, though, <laughs> to, <laughs> to find the answer.
1: You're going to know my answer. Yes. Watch it. <laughs> okay. Watch it. As a neurosurgeon, just in a really global, broad stroke, what is something that you believe is misunderstood about brain disease, health, dementia,
0: blah, blah, blah? Um,
1: By those of us that's not in the medical.
0: Right. No, right. No, no. So... In terms of cognitive decline, one of the more general things we know about Alzheimer's or any kind of dementia is that there is a roadblock somewhere. Neurons have to talk to each other to make things happen. There's an area of the brain that begins the pre-planning. There's an area of the brain that gets the muscles ready. There's an area of the brain that coordinates the movements, And there's an area of of the spinal cord that executes.
1: Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. See what I mean? Yeah, Everybody, <laughs> I told y'all, I told y'all, and I told her she knew. She thought I was about to ask something. It was fancy to me. I knew for her it was going to be one plus one. Thank you. Continue. Yep.
0: So with with certain types of Alzheimer's, I remember you had mentioned that uh, the neuro— that Cedar Sinai said that there are tangles. And those tangles, to me, are roadblocks. You know, that one neuron's not talking to the other neuron about things. And it can happen in any part of the brain. I remember you said, well, can't you biopsy? Can't you figure it out? Because those tangles can happen in any part of the brain, it's impossible to just biopsy one area and be sure that you're going to come up with the diagnosis. So I remember you said— Miss Smith, because you know, that's what I've always called her. I know, we, you
1: know, we, (laughs) hey, we, we are Catholic Southern girls. Okay, so you got to call folks mama by their proper name.
0: Um, Unless you just in the house. That's right. Um. You said that one of her first signs was her numbers were off. And, you know, and and, and math and calculations happen in a certain area of the brain. It happens on the left side of the brain. So, you know, you could take a chance and biopsy the left side of the brain, but you may come up with nothing, nothing diagnostic. That's one thing with this process. It can't do a blood test. You can't do an MRI. Now, some types of dementia that are due to strokes and and things like that, you can see loss of brain tissue or several areas of old strokes. You can see those things. You can say, aha, but you can't say that's the only kind of dementia they have have gotcha it is a real process that's happening but we just can't tell you hand you a piece of paper saying see her sugar 700 this is why she's unconscious yeah so People with and psychiatric conditions in the African-American community are traditionally frowned upon. We don't know what to do with it because we've never had money or medicine to treat it. Uh, we always know who was special down the street. That's correct. It was never accepted how many of us are actually depressed and just won't go take the medicine to balance out those hormones or bipolar. You know? Right. It's a real thing. and. When I walk out the room from the, one of our interactions, I remind myself that, you know, when you're going down a flight of stairs, for example, that's a controlled fall. You know, we're, we're used to doing it, but all it is is a controlled fall. Okay. And if there's one area of your brain that's not working, that's not communicating with the other, you're going to fall down those stairs. You're, you're going to miss a step. Right, you're going to miss a step. It will not be controlled. The same as walking. You know, and that's why a lot of Alzheimer's patients, dementia patients begin to fall or their, or their balance is off when they get up and do things. I just need people to understand that it's real and it's happening in areas of the brain sporadically and it affects reasoning. That's why I went into the neurosciences. It's just the brain just does so much without us even thinking about it. But
1: don't
0: We only know about it when it stops doing it. Isn't that that, the irony of that?
1: We know the brain ain't working when it stops working. When it stops working. No, that's not funny. That I'm going to have to talk right. to Jesus when, right. whenever this <laughs> when is over. I'm it. like, for real, dude? Exactly. Is that the best you could come up with that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I have a, a few questions, I think, about what you just said
0: to make sure I understood what you said.
1: Is it accurate that a stroke can lead to dementia?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, you can lose tissue. Uh, that is integral in memory. Okay, um, It's integral in logic, arts, anything. Gotcha. Um, and people get so good at compensating, right? And, or they have people around them that help hide it, or they have a reason to compensate for it. And I, I really just listening to your description of what you went through initially with your mom, you know, she had a reason to compensate for you know, whatever issue she was having. Right. Or someone was there to help her in those missteps.
1: Gotcha. Okay, next follow-up on what you said. Okay. Is it true that mental illness can lead to some form of dementia, so maybe depression or bipolar or anything like that?
0: To me, I would think it would be the other way around. Bipolar, you can be bipolar or manic-depressive, but able to compensate for it. Uh, you can be depressed, but able to compensate for it. I mean, uh, you know, just Robin Williams, for example. Correct. You know, clearly he was depressed in some form. He had something um, going on. But he was able to compensate for it. For and a very was, long time. Uh, successful at doing that. Yes. So to me, I think that dementia robs you of the ability to hide it from your family and friends. Okay. As opposed to the other way around. Now, you know, dementias are associated with paranoia. Like my mom has a lot of anxiety. She's paranoid. It comes with those features. Understood. Got it. Thank you. You're welcome. See? I'm small. But- <laughs> <laughs> I can <Wait>. do this. <laughs>
1: couldn't wait to get to that button <laughs> that was the best part of the talk she said i'm smart i couldn't wait to do this that's fantastic so now i want to say something fun about our childhood okay we grew up in montgomery alabama west side yes all right we went to the st
0: jude yes. mighty
1: pirates yes miss duncan was our first grade teacher mm-hmm. just give me any we were in the band together
0: yes did you play flute? I didn't play the flute. You got ah, a good
1: memory.
0: You were saxophone. I played saxophone. Okay. We got
1: it. Yeah. Look at that. Okay. So give me a memory from us at St. Jude. I mean, it doesn't have to be the two of us. Just give me mm. a memory about St. Jude. I want to let everybody know too. Now, St. Jude, historic, all black, Catholic, first through 12th grade. Back when there weren't any hospitals that would service black people, St. Jude had a hospital it had a exceptional home for children who yes. for kids who had um, deformities and things my mama and all her siblings were born at saint jude hospital mm-hmm. like heart surgeries were done. like that's all the black doc, like, doctors were there uh,
0: yeah. and my aunt nurse my, my 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 other aunt was in the cafeteria that's
1: right. Yeah. That's it right. So I mean this that's that's what and I mean Saint Jude was so about it for the black community. You ain't have to be Catholic to go to Saint Jude. No. Okay. No. A lot it was the school to go to mm-hmm. to get a solid education, to learn how to act. Okay. Yes. Get good penmanship. Yes. They were serious about that phonics. I didn't get the phonics though. Yeah. That finals was still awful.
0: With all that being said, and it was the campsite for the Selma to Montgomery. It is. March. Natural. That was the only place in Montgomery that would allow the marchers to stop and rest. That is uh, correct. On their way to the Capitol.
1: That is correct. It so, is a na- it is a national historic landmark. Yes.
0: Boom. So that's right, Doctor yeah, Sandy. Look at you, yeah, remembering stuff. I remember that, which yes. is good since you cut on people. Right. Right. So, but with all that being said, the one memory I have is when the nun left the convent while right. we, <laughs> we got put. I got put out. I thought we was going to hell. Oh, that happened in the same day. Did yeah. That's the, know, then I got put out because
1: I I kind of started a little bit of a protest and then oh. they put me out.
0: Donna, I blocked all that. I just remember thinking because <laughs> I just knew we was going to hell. Because I'm like, okay, are we that bad that you know? This lady said Jesus can't even help us. <laughs> so you know, and I still don't know like what happened. But you know, you know, I they never wouldn't tell us anybody leave the convent.
1: Before. They wouldn't tell us what happened. Or and that's why, and that was why I was protesting.
0: Yeah. Oh, did I protest? Did I join in? I probably did.
1: Well, you did join in, but they only put out the people who started it. Mm. Me. And
0: who started with Pasha. Oh, that's what happened to Pasha. Yeah. <laughs> All of y'all went to Cloverdale, and yeah. I remember I wanted to go to Cloverdale. Everybody
1: that left that yeah. next year and went to Cloverdale, they decided we started it. Oh, I wanted to go with y'all
0: too. Yeah. I guess I would not make it. Anywho. <laughs> you I remember. Said but anywho. <laughs> I remember Miss Duncan and Mr. Duncan. He's the one that, he's the first person to pinch. But my mom is pinched. Duncan top. could oh. pinch hard.
1: So Miss Duncan was the first grade teacher and Mr. Duncan eighth was the eighth grade, grade teacher. teacher. So the Duncans yeah. got you in and got you out. Yes, yes. I yes, remember yes. the candy store right there on the corner across.
0: Yes, they sold pig
1: Yeah. <laughs> Pickled.
0: Pickled. That pink foot
1: yeah. in the jar. Yeah. And
0: I used to buy them too, a dollar. <laughs> A whole dollar. A Whole dollar back then. That's expensive. Yeah. Had that kind of money. <laughs> we, 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 where'd you get that kind of money from back then? Who knows? Probably you know on a roll money or I don't yeah, you know, did I get a lot of A's. A finding change and stuff. So, but ain't yeah, nothing wrong with finding change. Saint Still to this day was amazing, and you know it was. Those women looked out for us. They like did. When you're hearing all these horrible things that are happening with, with folks in the Catholic church, I, I, you know, and Willie, you know, Willie's Baptist, my husband. Yes. And he looks at me because we we attend um, Our, La- Our Lady of Lords here in Atlanta, which is all black, but, you know, it's a mixed congregation. Right. Catholic um, church. Catholic church. Yes. And he's looking at me sideways like, William, you know, da-da-da-da. I said, listen, those women ain't going to let nothing. Happen, they were no. always around the corner. So, yeah. So to me, I, I couldn't fathom uh, what these people are going through, and it's unfortunate. But it, they looked out for Ms. Lewis. We had a great experience. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Deacon McMeans, absolutely. Remember Sister Theophane? I do. Oh. oh, they used to. Oh yeah, boy, you weren't getting you wasn't getting too far. No, you weren't. No. I do remember thinking that they cared.
1: Mm-hmm. They really knew all of our names. Mm-hmm. They knew where our strengths lie in certain subjects and things like that also remember that every Friday we had a a frozen block of fish. I mean, it was fish. Every Friday Mm -hmm. was fish.
0: It was square. It was square, Square thank you. Square flat, yeah. Square
1: flat, right?
0: And cornbread. Yeah, no choice.
1: Yeah. No, it was Catholic, so we had to have fish every day, not just Lent. Right. Every Friday, Every not Friday. just Lent. Yep. And cornbread. And my grandmother was so mad because my grandfather from the country, mm-hmm. he, what where I saw him do was he always smashed his cornbread and put milk over it. Milk or buttermilk? He put buttermilk. There you go. You better come through. I'm real. You better come through it. Right. was real. <laughs> right. Well, we didn't have buttermilk in the school calf. But I would get the milk in the little square container in our tray, and I was uh-huh. smashing. But when my it was years into it, when my grandma found out I was doing that at school, she was so devastated. She said, "You are doing that in public! <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what those people are <laughs> thinking. That is so common." Oh, and, really? I, and I got in trouble, and I was mad at my granddad. I was like, "Why you didn't even tell me I wasn't supposed to do it? Like, you is delicious." But did you eat it with your fingers? Well, because. That's, really that's how you country. do it. Yeah. Well,
0: <laughs> but when I didn't fine. have a spoon, not though. the way it tastes, it's good.
1: Well, I'm gonna say this: it depends on if they had a spoon or a fork. Uh, you couldn't okay. do it with a fork. You
0: couldn't. No. It just same. depends
1: on when I got through the line.
0: If that's too funny.
1: And then I got in trouble. But
0: that's it. Proper. <sighs> kind of. It sometime. worked out for us. I think it worked out for us. I
1: think we did all right.
0: Mm-hmm. I think so.
1: Uh, for the west side of Montgomery, Alabama,
0: <laughs> discipline was everything. Yes, discipline will get you far.
1: And uh yeah discipline and um dedication and uh you know and most of the time just tell the truth right even when you didn't quite do what you said you would Mm -hmm. if you get called out on it just gonna be
0: like you know what i I mean you're right i ain't quite take your punishment take your punishment that's it and move on nobody take your
1: punishment (laughs) and move on because you know what as it turns out other people have made mistakes oh yeah Okay. And so if you just go home, my my grandfather would say, fess up. Yes. Go on, fess up. And so what I'm going to fess up to before we wind this down is literally, Dr. Sandy, and I've said this to more people than you will ever believe, you answering that phone that Friday night changed the trajectory of my life because it gave me a confidence in the decision that I needed to make, Mm -hmm. which then changed my energy. I'm not saying that I wouldn't have made a decision, but my mother's energy was vibing off of mine yes she didn't have anybody and she was more afraid than I was because her body was failing her and she knew it yes right Mm -hmm. but I was able to make those decisions and walk in with some sense of nothing else but fake confidence you know because of your willingness to share and well first of all you had the knowledge Praise the Lord that you had to not, But I just need you to know that as simple as that conversation may have been in your world and in your life at that time, Mm -hmm. it was like I'm starting to sweat. You see that? Look at those (laughs) sweat rings. It's like I'm performing or something. As simple as that may have been in your life at that time, it was so major for me. And that's what I hope others can gain from this and from this podcast is you never know what your kindness and mm-hmm. what you're giving and your generosity something that's very small for you can change another person's life you answering that call and not making me wait when I said nope it can't wait you <laughs> trusted me that it couldn't wait right and answering me wholeheartedly dude major <laughs> like, what I'm saying is ah I'll never have enough words And then when I get my mom back to Atlanta, you made room in your calendar. you weren't even taking new patients. You just was like, well, yeah, anyway you call you like you call my staff and you tell them that I said that that's my aunt and to you know, right, see right, you next week.
0: Yeah, you you never know what impact you might have on, and and I never knew until you know I listened to your podcast. Right, eight years it later. was in my memory bank, but not you know. Janae called me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so thank you for saying that. That that means a lot, and it it helps me to remember to to smile and be nice. <laughs> back to back to St. Jean. That's
1: right. But Just smile and smile be nice, because nice. yes. because what I can say, I can only imagine. You know, you're dealing with people's brain a living every time you go to work. And so who knows how many times you have to talk to somebody about it, right? And and it could just, it can become, you know, a, old hat. Not, mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be insensitive about it, but it's...
0: When it does, it's time to retire. Boom! Because everybody's story is different. Everybody's presentation is different, so.
1: And that's why you from Montgomery, Alabama. You a gump girl. Proud. Right? Proud. Proud. Yes. proud gump girl, okay? That's why class 89. Spring 91, too. We are spring 91. Spring 91. Boom. Delta. We did we DST. But my story is that's why God made you a neurosurgeon so that 20 some years later you could help save my mom's uh, life. So, boom. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Good enough for me. Sweetheart, it has been so much fun chatting with you. And I might have to have you back if you're willing.
0: Okay. This was fun. This All was right. Fun. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Let's snuggle up. Being a caregiver is an exercise in crisis management. At any given point, it can all hit the fan. When it does, think about who your loved one used to be. Who was he or she at their best, at their shining moment? What was their brand? What were they known for? Lean into that and make sure that other people treat and respect them accordingly. Another snuggle up. Don't be your professional or public slash community Persona with your loved one. If that's your mama, be your mama's son or daughter. You know what I'm saying? Leave work outside. Lean in to snuggle up to the relationship that meant enough to you to take on the responsibility of being a caregiver. Another snuggle up Alzheimer's is real, dementia is real. Dementia causes sporadic freakouts among the neurons and neurological communications in our brain. Yeah, so your loved one doesn't do the same quirky, unreasonable things day to day. It's changes. They don't have any control over it. The disease is just that wacky. That's it for now. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe for continuous caregiving, tips, tricks, trends, and truth. Pretty, pretty, please with sugar on top. Share and review it too. I'm a comedian. Alzheimer's is heavy, but we ain't gotta be.